Welcome to the Living Enlightened Podcast. I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. And I am Michelle from Michelle R. Price, the Lightworker. I may sound a little distant uh, during this episode because I'm actually upstairs in my room with a cat on my lap and um, I don't have my headphones, Rebecca. So hopefully I don't sound uh, too distant and uh, quiet like I'm in a little box or anything like that. (laughs) Well, I can hear you quite fine. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, that's good. So welcome to the podcast, Michelle. Welcome. I don't have the cards, Rebecca, either. So Beck's going to do the card draw today. Okay. Well, that's lucky. That's lucky. We're totally organized. Totally organized. So um, today, as always, our mission is to get you to learn something give you some guidance with card draw as we've just alluded to some tips and tricks and maybe you know maybe we can put in an affirmation or two Hmm. speaking of affirmations i will get into the theme in a sec but um i actually have got those beautiful hay house the new decks that i bought there's four of them and i put a post up on my page they're really beautiful and then after i got those four decks one of my clients actually sent me the water oracle which i think you may have or maybe um jane has them uh, but the water oracle, yes. Oh my gosh, they are so beautiful. Literally uh, sitting right next to me, Michelle. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah, my client just sent those to me. So I was like, wow, they're awesome. So I've been using them as well. Uh, anyway, Beck's going to do the card draw because all my cards, even my new ones, are downstairs. Um, but the theme for today, Beck, is respecting spirit and energies. And I've written a fair bit on this. Once I started writing, I couldn't stop. And it's going to be really um, a really good episode. So uh, I'm going to have some hot tips and tricks at the end of this too for you. So if you are listening, um, definitely stay listening till the end. Sounds amazing. I just actually decided I would draw a couple of cards from the Water Temple Oracle, Michelle. Oh, that's right. right. And it's all about... um... Water temple, devotion. I bow to the sacred water of life. Oh, look at her. That's Isn't gorgeous. She gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I'll get some photos of these and pop them up there too. Um, and she is just sort of, there's there's a picture of um, a woman and she's in front of what seems to be like a water um small fountain I guess um coming out of the rock and the greenery in the in the background there and there's lots of flowers and um uh, it's it's very temple-like it reminds me of um have you been to Bali Rebecca no oh it reminds me of Bali there's a a water temple there there is it's actually called the water temple and um that's exactly when I looked at that photo I've got a photo very similar to that the water um comes out of the rocks and it's like a waterfall um and you go and stand kind of in front of it and the water's meant to be um, holy and there's great big goldfish that live in there and like all the rest of it. And the whole place, you walk around it and you just have water sort of flowing over you and you're doing a lot of prayers and everyone goes there to pray for health and, you know, relationships and whatever, whatever. Um, it's very, very sacred. It is actually called the water temple. So that may be modeled off that, I don't know, uh, but it very much looks like um, Bali. So... This second card, which is amazing, Michelle, Lord Shiva. Aye. So, times lately. Yeah, so this is about, so the flow words that, you know, I unite with sacred energy and the flow words that go with this card are destroy, sustain and enlighten. Wow. Um, so sacred synergy. 
Um, so Lord Shiva, for any of those who are not um, familiar, um, intervenes in your spiritual life to ignite an awakening. He sustains and protects you so you can evolve, uh, refresh and edge closer to divine clarity. As the destroyer, Shiva abolishes everything that no longer serves your highest good. His annihilation may be graced to unhealthy relationship patterns, blockages to self-love and conditioning that prevent you from living your best life. So this has got sort of the yin and yang there because he exists with inseparable and equal partner with Shakti. Um, as the sacred feminine, Shakti is the personification of the universe. So her purpose is to love while Shiva shares the state of supreme consciousness. Mm. So together working, they work through and harmonize our energies and our momentums. They do this dance to ignite our um, energy force, which is very cool. Mm. <laughs> very, okay. very cool. That's very uh, in alignment with my show notes too. So I'm pretty happy about that with what you're just talking about there. It's amazing. I haven't had a look at your show notes yet. Yeah. Well, that's perfectly in alignment with that card. Amazing. Very cool. So what's hap- what's what's been happening with you, Michelle? What's new? Well, I've uh, been doing Reiki Ushadi, and this is something that Beck um, has done herself. So I've just started studying that. So I've done my level one. Um, we're doing it over three weekends. Um, so you have 21, 21 days in between. And... Um, yeah, over three months. And so, yeah, just been doing that. So it's very, very grounding, I find, for me and um, very sort of takes me out into nature and all of that and uh, more into past lives and high dimensions. And that's a part that I'm actually really enjoying learning about a lot of, because um, Beck did it, I think, with a different academy to what I did, but a lot of our learnings online. So we do four hours at a time with, you know, the teacher. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, a lot of online learning. So we're doing most of it online. So what was really funny was when we were doing it and this is nothing by accident, but when we were doing it, we had to draw crystals out of a little bag and determine who was going to be paired up with who. And there was meant to be four, there's four students. No, there's five students at the moment. It's meant to be seven. Yep. And um, so we got uneven numbers and two of the ladies just didn't show up. I have no idea what happened to them. Um, They didn't ring. They didn't reply. They didn't do anything. They didn't contact our teacher and they had paid. So it was quite strange. Um, they paid, they just never showed. And so um, we had these two empty seats and our teacher was like, well, we're going to have to, um, I'm going to have to pair up with one of you guys. So she uses crystals to sort of determine the uh, lineup. And both days we got paired up together, both days. <laughs> and the whole, all the students, it was really funny because they knew that I was a Reiki master and that I teach. And they're just like, that's hilarious. Like the first day was really funny. The second day was even more funny. And it's like, it's crazy. So it was actually a really good experience being paired up with her though. It was quite like, I don't know if I was worried about it, but I was a bit like nervous, I guess, but um, it was actually really, really cool. And um, we shared a lot of really awesome wisdom with each other. So it's just been awesome, but it is uh, more into the past lives. So this week's all been in past lives in my readings. And it's so funny, like whatever you do on the outside, in the outside world or in your personal life always comes into the readings. And um, so I had this lady, I was telling her, oh yeah, you're out, you know, you look a bit Turkish or something and you're out belly dancing in Egypt because the card was Egypt and you're going around, you travel around with this troupe. Anyway, she tells me when I came back um, that her mum was a professional belly dancer. She got paid to belly dance, this woman's mum. Super cool. And I described her eyes and she said, Michelle, every review of my mum, because mum was quite well known, 
um, were all about her eyes, these huge eyes, the eyes, look at her eyes, blah, blah, blah. And that was like a really big focus. And she sent me some photos and she's incredibly beautiful and her eyes are amazing. And so she thought it was amazing that I said eyes and belly dancing. So this other lady was a potato farmer in Ireland. Um, So I had her ancestors there potato farming. And she thought that was hysterical, A, because they were um, having mashed potato for dinner that night, which her um, husband and her had been discussing before she came in for her session, and B, because she's got Irish and Scottish ancestry, but she's actually South African. So I didn't know about the ancestry. I know um, that she is South African and she's got this Irish and um, Scottish ancestry. So her Irish ancestors actually ran farms over there and grew potatoes, but they were discussing it before her session. And she was like, what? And then I was also, because I didn't know that Scottish thing, but I was hearing um, haggis and mutton. And she goes, yeah, we actually um, ate, we ate that growing up and we're Scottish. So that was crazy. Um, the black sheep thing some, comes up a lot. You know, we're feeling a little bit like some th- the orphans sometimes. And you feel like you don't look like your family. I don't fit in, blah, blah, blah. A lot of the time people really resonate with that. But the best one was um, I was reading for this lady who'd just been on a cruise, which came up, you know, I was telling her, oh, boat, water. And she's like, yeah, we just got one on a cruise. And I all of a sudden was on the Titanic. So we did a past life. The ship card came out, which was hilarious. I was on the Titanic and I'm going, Kate Winslet and Romeo, uh, what's his name? Um, Leonardo, Romeo. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, this whole scene unfolded. And I'm sitting there going, this is going to sound crazy. And when I came back to her, she goes, oh, my God, Michelle. She said, I watched the Titanic like 10 times before I went on the cruise. I'm like, who does that, A? But I wonder if Leo and bloody um, Kate Winslet. But the scene actually was amazing because what I was describing to her actually happened on the cruise. Um, and one of the friends was really needy. Like one of the girlfriends was really needy and she met these two kind of gay guys, a couple, and this friend was being really difficult. And I said, that friend was your sister in this previous life, a little sister. She got left behind with in all the rush and her parents couldn't find her. The ship was massive. The sister got left behind and she drowned. And mum went down with the ship because she was looking for the girl and wouldn't get off. So this girl um, that went onto the boat, she actually lost her family because the family were looking for her sister. So I said, no wonder this this girl was hanging on to you. She wouldn't let her go. She was really needy, clinging to her. And um, I said, she got left behind, mate. Like when the Titanic went down and she went, oh, my God. So it was really strange because I didn't know a lot of those details until after. But, um, yeah, it all made sense to her. She was like, I can't believe it. So, um, you know, there's just some really amazing correlations happening. And I seem to be delving more into that as I get into this Reiki Ashadi. The other one that came up just recently, and I bought this Atlantis book today. You might have seen my page, but I posted about it. I bought this beautiful book on Atlantis. So I want to know more, you know, some of these things come up. And um, the Poseidon, there was mention of Poseidon. And um, I mentioned that to this client of mine. I was like, oh, Atlantis and Poseidon. And then we actually drew from the Water Temple deck. And then um, I bought this book and on page three at the bottom of the page, it starts talking about the links between Atlantis and Poseidon and the Temple of Poseidon and all this stuff. And so I sent her a picture of it and she was like, oh my God, oh my God, that's amazing. Uh, Anyway, just wanted to mention all of that, but that's uh, how my week's been. It's been incredible. Uh, Rebecca, how's yours? Oh, do you want to swap? Do you want to swap? Oh, you want my week? I want your week. I want your week. Sorry, darling. (laughs) Well, Actually, I have just, I'm getting ready with, to move house, Michelle, as, as you know. Um, everyone out there getting ready to move house. Um, and I've actually just packed up yesterday all of my certificates from Ashati. So oh, certificates that I had up on my wall. Um, and, you know, my um, energetic 
Therapeutic Energies Association membership and what have you. I've just packed all that up and put it away safely and trying to figure out. Well, I was standing there yesterday looking at all my cards going, and I want to pack them. I don't want to pack them yet. If I pack mm. them, I'll need them. If I pack Fine, them, I'll need it? them. So I'm going to leave them to the last minute, I think, um, and maybe just keep out a couple of decks, which I think is why my um, Water Temper Oracle by Susie Cherub, who is in Canberra here, like she's a Canberra. Is she? Yeah. Oh, my Lord, I didn't know that. Well, my client was. is actually from Melbourne, so that probably explains something. Well, she, uh, well, she used to. Thing. I know she does. And, there's, and yeah, um, so she's, she's um, a gorgeous, gorgeous lady. Love that. Just um, double check because she was in Canberra. Oh, Canberra. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah my client's in Melbourne. Yeah, she yes. is. She's a Canberran. Right. Yes. That's amazing. Isn't that funny? Because that just got sent to me. She's local. Yeah. She Love that. is uh, one of my, lo- one of Canberra's locals. So, yeah, so that's what I've been up to, sort of moving house, getting ready to move house, I should say, I'm trying to find places. And we've just had like downpour after downpour after downpour this week. So that's um, fun. So, Always yeah. welcome the rain, but it, it certainly has been fun. We had an amazing thunderstorm yesterday. Yesterday, it was just incredible. It was so good. So yeah. good. I love the thunder. It just, I don't know. It seems to be everywhere. Descendant of Zeus or something. Yeah. Well, it's a reset, isn't it? It's what rainwashing everything clean. Yeah. And the lightning sort of strikes and um, gets rid of all the old stuff. That's um, right. Yeah, we've had exact same weather. It's funny because normally you would get it and then we'd get it later, but it's like it's everywhere. And it looked like a big um, tornado on the Bureau of Meteorology. Um, looked like a tornado. It was circling off the coast and it was just heavy as. It's actually just stopped now, but um, it's been really heavy all day. Well, good luck with the move, Beck. That's really exciting. Yeah. So really we'll fun. Secure a place soon. And, yeah, new energy. Um, new energy and we'll have to do um, another uh, episode on clearing houses and spaces and <laughs> well that's right that's what I'll be up to so yeah. when I when I move from here I will be going into the new house and clearing all the energy and cleansing it um and 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 then of course in turn when I leave this house I'll be cleansing the energy as that's well it. so that it's nice and fresh for whoever whatever is going on after I leave. Mm, amazing. Which is that's respect. Very, and that's yeah. one of the things, um, like respecting energies as well, um, part of our talk topic today. Yeah. Even though, uh, you know, it sort of focus on, focuses on um, the spirit, spirit side of energy, um, that is another way that you can respect energy is by making sure that when you do move house and things like that, you cleanse the space when you yeah, leave. And you, yeah, that's yeah, right. Absolutely. Very good point, Rebecca. Well, let's jump in to the show because I know you've got to get off to work um, in a little bit. So this episode is actually to do a lot with um, yin-yang energy spec. And as I was sort of sitting here thinking about my show notes and what I was going to say today, um, I was thinking, you know, everything does sort of have an opposite. And I guess to understand the light, we have to understand the dark or the shade because without one, you can't really have the other. And we need both. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you had sun all the time, you're not really going to sleep much. And if you had night all the time, what's growing? Like you need the light to grow, but it's like, you need that rest as well. And that's kind of what the night's all about. So what of these actually got me thinking about was Enigma's MCMX CAD album. And I actually don't know Roman numerals, so I don't know what that stands for, uh, but that's how I remember it. And I used to listen to this a lot growing up. 
And um, I'm actually going to put the link from this album into show notes because I just think it's one of the best albums ever. And Sadness, um, one of the main songs from that one and one of the best known ones, it's the one with the Gregorian monks chanting in the background. And I actually pulled it up in the um, background here, but I don't know whether, if I play this, but can you hear this? So this is the song I'm talking about. I'll just play the opening bars and I'll just edit the front bit out. Can you hear that? Yes. Yeah, so everyone kind of knows that beat and so on and so forth. Um, so I'll put a link for the uh, for that one into show notes just because I think it's um, a really iconic song and it talks about the opposite. So there's a male voice that comes in and talks about the duality of concepts, so heaven and hell, virtue and vice, um, spiritual versus physical gratification. So um, he says if you believe in light, it's because of the darkness and so on and so forth. And, you know, I guess the idea that one can't exist without the other, as I sort of alluded to, um, or at least one doesn't have any meaning without the other because there's no point of reference. If it was light all the time, I wouldn't understand what darkness was, you know, or nighttime. Uh, it would make sense because it's not even a concept we've come across. So I just felt like going into this, that really this is about that duality, you know, uh, night and day. So um, MCMXC is 1990, Michelle. Oh, it's got an AD at the end, so 1990 after, yeah, after class. Okay, cool. yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. I did Google that because I just, I wouldn't know. No. I could do my Roman numerals up to 12 on a clock. I can read yeah. a Roman numeral clock. Yeah, but it's a lot of Roman numerals for <laughs> 1990, isn't it? Like it takes a lot. MCMXCAD yeah. is 1990. It's like so much easier to say 1990. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Or 1990. Yeah. Yes, right. definitely. Yeah, exactly. or, or just, you know, and, and we don't really use it that much anymore because no. it's all electronic. Yeah. But for tattoos, it did come up in a reading the other day and it's like, I don't know what it is. And then it turns out her daughter got her mum's death, like her grandmother, her grandmother's passing death uh, date on her chest um, in Roman numerals. So that's what that was. So some people still get it as tattoos. Anyway, take it away, Beck. Take it away, Beck. (laughs) So everything is energy, energetically bonded, not just the spiritual aspect, as I alluded to before, but our plants, our homes, our cars, our physical, our clothing, everything right down to the clutter and kitchenware. So I believe the Feng Shui tip that I have come across is if you have broken items, you should replace them as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, because it's about the respect of, you know, respecting what you own and looking after and taking care of it. Um, so I've taken to buying white dinner sets because I have four children. Mm-hmm. And they do get chipped very often. And so much easier to replace. So I just get um, when they're white dinner sets because you can just find the white. To match. And to match or what have you. So I did try and get, you know, really cool and trendy and have two different colour dinner sets that I could put out and match, you know, shake it up a bit. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I'll yep. just stick to the white. Yeah. Easy to manage. <laughs> so the clutter aspect also and energy creates stuck energy. So mm. with the clutter... Um, which is reported as being able to attract more negative stuck energies. And sometimes that's when people can also report like spiritual energies coming in, um, causing concerns and getting stuck there or affecting our moods and our emotions, things like that. But the Mm -hmm. opposite occurs also with not having clutter, you create the flow and the positive energy to flow through the place. Mm -hmm. So in your home, in your car, um, with the clothes that you're wearing, um, yeah, 
pretty much broken there too, broken dishes, etc. What's really interesting, and this is something that a lot of our listeners will probably relate to, I um, had a mentorship client rock up with a bag of crystals because I said, I'll bring the crystals and show me. And she poured them out on the table and quite a few have been glued together because they, they were broken. And there was like a tower that had snapped right through the middle and she glued them together. And so speaking of our subject matter, um, you know, my feeling is, and it's up to you as an individual, my feeling is once you've broken that crystal, it's had enough and it's done. Uh, my, my theory is that it's full, you know, full of energy and um, it has had enough. I'm having cleaned it enough. And by gluing them together, the energy is still seeping out between those gaps. It's not going out towards the end or not as much. We'll be going out towards the end, um, that point, you know. Uh, so it's it's kind of pointless and I would suggest putting it back in the garden. So if you are listening to this and you have done that or you've got a broken crystal, don't know what to do with it, um, I put it in my pot plant so at least I can take them with me. Or if you've got a permanent garden, you're living there, that's your house, whatever, um, stick them in the garden. But, um, yeah, return them to the soil if you can because I just find that gluing them together probably not so effective. No. Um, and I think the glue too, like that's a bonding agent. So that's kind of yeah. bonding the energy that's broken it mm, I yeah, feel that's, that's just, just just how I feel so yeah. very important to cleanse your crystals that is put them yeah. out in the moonlight put them yeah. you know sage them clear the energy from them there are a lot of crystals that self like um selenite selenite I was just yeah. turning around to look at it I knew what I was thinking of I just couldn't remember the name but until yeah. I looked at it really um, so those sorts of things super super important to cleanse the energies of them yeah. Yeah, Beck, I mean, I don't, I guess in my work, I mean, I work with everything. Um, I do paranormal investigations and the whole thing. So I work with everything, but I try not to focus, I guess, too much on the um, darker or lower vibrational energies. I guess I respect them, I would say. Um, but we need to understand that those darker energies are teachers for us as well. You know, we always have a choice. Um, we can either run towards it or away from it. And that's important to remember because, you know, the dark does have a purpose. Sometimes we go in there and go, rah, and we're really angry at the darkness or the, you know, lower vibrational energy. So it's fault, it's teacher, you know, so get over it. Humans have a choice. So my spirit team uh, will sometimes give me a bit of a heads up about a particular client. So by tuning to someone when I've had a new booking come through and if I've asked them, are you local or whatever, um, and they are, if I'm told not to give my address out to someone, I don't give it out, period. I learned that the hard way and I won't do that again. So my spirit team's job is to help me do my work safely and that's what they do and I listen. So if they suggest that someone might be having an attachment, something that I really don't want in my house um, or maybe trying to attach to me, then um, they're not coming in my home. Uh, and I will be polite about it. Sometimes I'll say, oh, you know, you've got kids, school drop off or pick up or whatever. Uh, it might be easier from your home, you know, can you use Zoom? Look, it doesn't happen all the time, but I have had to do things like that with certain clients and I just rely on my team for that. Whatever they uh, tell me, I follow. Yeah, that's 100%, 100% need to do that. But I also wanted to just sort of say too, and we've spoken about this, Michelle, about nothing can hurt you unless you allow it or give right. it permission. Give it permission. Yeah. So a way that I was just, I was just sort of trying to figure out how to put this to our listeners is um, giving it permission. It's kind of like when you're angry or frustrated, um, and you've got that emotion, you've got that choice to sit in that emotion or find a new thought, 
focus on something different do something that feels better to raise your vibration so listen to music or distract yourself or you know instead of the person cutting you off and and having a go at them just sort of saying you know well obviously you're in a hurry love and light I hope you get there safe love and light and and let it go change your thing and this is the same with those energies as well you can take your power back by not giving it the fear not giving it what have you and if you feel like you need support then obviously there are people out there like Michelle um, and myself who who can help you with that take your power back in those situations yeah Yeah. and it's like a hot potato sometimes you know with what Beck's talking about the car cuts you off and then you go to work and you go oh my god like this car cut me off I was you know the driver and this and that and that happened and then I you know drove into the gutter and burst my top whatever it's like you carry that energy around and you go and share it with the coffee person, the, the bloody, the post office worker, the, you know, everything. And it's just sharing that negative energy around. And people do it all the time, you know. That's right. um, yeah. And I'm or, like, I don't want to do that. That's right. Or even going out, where you even getting a cup of coffee, you go into a cafe. There are people there with these sort of energies and mm. that stagnant and that, you know, that sort of, there's negative feelings and things like that who mm. who may be coming from a place of clutter with all of that and and mm. you're collecting that too so it's very important mm. also to to make sure that you you know release what's not yours yeah and certainly. what does not serve you yeah um because I was actually reading for a girl recently um this week actually and um she was awesome but I sort of kept talking about this mirror in her house and she said, um, yeah, she goes, that's actually a portal. It had a portal in it. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Because I just kept saying mirror, 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 like what's going on with the mirror? Because I said, I feel like I was being watched or something. I feel like I was being observed. And she said, yeah, it was actually a portal and they had a Reiki master come out and um, for, for, for a clearing and the house was better. But um, because this girl is basically a light, um, all the energies are coming in, all the earth, you know, earthbounds and everything else. Because the thing is, when people clear your house, that's wonderful, but you've got to maintain that, you know, that barrier, that protection. And that's where you guys come in doing the maintenance. Um, we can't, Beck and I can clear a house, but we can't, you know, uphold the maintenance of that um it's up to you guys to take charge and that's what we do we give a lot of tips and on how to do that so basically the um Reiki master had done that but I didn't feel like that mirror was clear I still felt like it was a portal because um I was sort of feeling it psychically and I was like yeah there's still a breeze there it's still open and she confirmed she'd seen things coming out of it and going back into it so you know that's something that we definitely have to be really aware of so I sort of chatted her through the process, but then she said she couldn't actually clear the mirror or touch the mirror because I told her to feel it. I said, just have a little feel with your hands and you'll be able to feel what I'm talking about. And she said, oh, Michelle, I can't because there's an earthbound um, energy that stands in front of it and guards it and I can't get close to the mirror. This is in their house, Rebecca. And I was just going, oh, my God. Um, so then I had to talk her through. Humans are always in charge um, and we can send love and light to those earthbound souls or any darker energies source energy will um you know trump anything else that's going on there definitely the earthbound so basically sometimes they need counseling sometimes they need to you know hear their story create the light send them on the whole thing so i was talking through all that i told her about archangel michael calling him in because he's a great you know protector and everything else and he's got his big sword and he's really good for moving um energies unwanted energies on so i just feel like it's really important to empower these young people bet because when i was growing up i didn't know what a crystal was i didn't really know anything hmm. and that's dangerous you know because i was mucking around with my girlfriends you know doing bloody mary in front of the mirror and all these stupid oh things. my gosh <laughs> and yeah Beck knows what i'm talking about and we all did those stupid things and we used our necklaces as pendulums and 
and blah, blah, blah. But we didn't know what we were doing. You know, we didn't open and close sessions. We didn't do anything properly. And so, you know, I think that that's really important to empower them, give them the tools so they know what to do. So we're not just doing it for them all the time. You know, whenever I do a house clearing, I teach as well. I don't just do it for them. That's right. But I did, uh, and I just want to stress that as well, because I'm a Reiki master, I do have the symbols and that family doesn't. So, you know, I guess the takeaway there was that I offered at the end of that, you know, I told her, give it a go, try these things. If it doesn't work, I'll come out physically and I'll do the symbols and I'll do other things and I'll shut it down. So, um, you know, just, yeah, I wouldn't be passing Reiki symbols to someone who doesn't, you know, no. is to them or anything like no. that. No, because that itself is energy as well and that's... Oh. Yeah, that's um, you know, you you do have to go through the training and have those sort of handed down to you energetically, mm-hmm. spiritually, um, to receive those, which yeah. is um, which is you know an important thing for people because yeah. I know you could just sort of look them up on you know they pop up on Pinterest or yeah. Facebook oh. or what have you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So I was actually it's it's funny you were saying that Michelle, um, about the pendulums and doing things without even you know. And, and, and educating people because I was talking to a lady over the weekend about renting a property. So we went and had a look at one and I was distracted a little bit because I could feel an energy in the room with us. And I had mentioned this. I was just like, because I, I actually got the occurrence of it took me off guard because I was focused and I was doing different things. Um, and I could see this energy, but, and I was sort of, looking across at someone not quite looking at them but looking past them into this area that I was drawn to of the house and the lady I was talking to because I must have just I don't know stopped mid-sentence and was just trying to in my head figure it out and feel for it spiritually like just forgetting that I was you know in a room with people um and I actually just said to her I said I'm sorry I said I wasn't I wasn't staring at that person I was was Matt was there wasn't staring at Matt because she thought I was just looking at him and not listening to what she was saying I said I'm a little bit intuitive, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's actually an energy in the room here. And I said this to her and we're just sort of talking and she's like, oh, tell them to go away. And I said, no, 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 that's fine. Um, I I don't feel bad with it, but um, I said, you know who it is? And she said, yes, I do. So that sort of went on and back and forth and what have you for a little bit. And so then she, was she the owner of the house or something? She's the owner. Yeah. She's oh, the owner of the house. right. That makes more sense. Cause I just, and she had, yeah, sorry. Sorry. I said, just tend to talk and expect people to understand what's going on in my head. Yeah. Um, oh God. That's amazing. She knew who it was. Yeah. No, yeah <laughs> so she's the owner of the house gotcha. um, and her son was there. So it was somebody that they both knew. Right. Um, her, her adult son. Um, but he had actually mentioned to her at some point, he's like, if she's going to be renting the house, is she going to be doing, you know, like Ouija boards and things like that? Oh, wow. And what have you? So it comes back to acknowledging um, people. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of fear and all that stuff, hey? Yeah, acknowledging. That's right. And teaching them, teaching them, uh, you know, an understanding. So I had a chat to the owner of the house and and was just sort of talking to her about different things. I gave her a little message and then she realised I had these on. I don't know if you can hear them rattling there. Mm. I've got two medallions on. One is Archangel Raphael and one is Archangel Michael that I wear. Oh, beautiful. So they were bought for me and I put them on. And I've got it. Actually, there's a third. There's a little love heart. Half a love heart. My daughter's got the other half. Get a, get a little photo of those there. The little mother-daughter. Yeah, I will. 
I will. And so I showed them to her and she felt a lot more related, you know, and I said, look, I'm a, I'm a Reiki. And she was just like, oh, so that's all like positive energy. And I'm like, yes. But yeah, it was very, uh, very cool. Very interesting. And oh, very, fantastic. very fitting for what you were just saying. You know, a good example of helping educate people as to, to what's going on. Wow, what a great experience, Beck. And really good validation for you too, you know, speaking yeah. up because um, yeah. that's been happening to a few of my mentorship clients where they wouldn't have done it before. But a few of them at work and other places have had different things come up and they've told their colleague or told the coffee guy or told whatever, does this make sense to you? And they're like, yeah, it does. And then they've had the most amazing, enlightening conversation. So I think it's beautiful that you, you know, felt to pass that on. Because a lot more people are doing that now. Um, I actually had a little girl the other day, Beck, a um, little 12-year-old, and she um, admitted, speaking of what we were just talking about, sort of continuing that, um, she admitted she did a seance with one of her um, girlfriends and the girlfriend's um, dad had died. So they wanted to talk to him. And I guess the girlfriend didn't want to do it on her own, so she involved her friend. And, yeah, so they did a seance together and a bunch of scary things happened. She didn't go into too much detail, which is good, but... Yeah, I mean, she's only a young girl and I sort of, um, you know, I guess with my child clients, because I have a lot of them, I try to be more mates with them, you know, rather than um, a parent or a teacher because I've got enough of those, you know. So, uh, but when this kid said this thing to me, I was like, oi, <laughs> sort yourself out. I was pretty firm. I didn't quite say it like that, but I was pretty firm. And I just said, you know, with anything to do with Ouija boards and things like that, you really need to be trained. You know, this is a divination tool. There's a lot of other things you can use as well. But if you're not highly trained, don't use them. I just think unless you're with someone who is highly trained, and that's my my mentor is, but a lot of people who are 12 aren't highly trained in using these things. Usually they've Googled it. And it turns out this kid said to me, they actually made their Ouija board. They made it. So it wasn't, I know. Uh, That was my face, Rebecca. So look, you know, (laughs) pendulums, divining rods, uh, mirrors, you know, you can use all those things to communicate, <sighs> but, you know, you got to open and close this session. I mean, there's so much involved and there's stuff that, you know, watching my mentor do it all. I mean, it took so long to prep everything and the communication was fine, but it wasn't, you know, overwhelming because, you know, we were talking to one of the guys at this, you know, place that we're at, um, at a venue we're at, uh, and he was a spirit and it was fine. I mean, you know, but it takes forever. It's like you get to that letter, get to that letter, get to that letter, get to that letter. It takes forever to form any kind of, I mean, it's faster to use bloody iOvulus, you know, on your phone, to be honest. Um, so it just, yeah, it was, it was cool, but um, yeah, it was very much protected. It was all above board and it just took a long, long time to, um, you know, get everything happening. But because we did it properly, it wasn't scary. You know, we were like, oh, that's really fun. Fabulous. We opened, we closed shut down. The problem with this is with these 12-year-old kids making their board and not knowing what they're doing, they get scared because something happens, you know, and then they all hands off the glass or hands off whatever the thing is that you're using and then that's it, you know, and then you've kind of broken that and then whatever was there is just, oh, here we are, hooray, we're in the room with you guys now uh, and following around and whatever else. So, um, you know, it is important to close, but that doesn't happen very much when you're doing seances in that way because they do get really crazy and you know my feeling is the negative energies want you to break that contact you know and run out of the room and then you know whatever happens happens so um you know it's not a good situation but yeah that that really worries me when they do that because um it's not just about 
you know, the connection and what have you. It's the intention because when they were getting together and organising to do this, mm. um, you know, what if this happens? What if this happens? And and the intentions, the words, the thoughts, the yeah. feelings, it's all putting it out there and it's like attracts like, like attracts like. Mm. So super, super worrying. That really yeah. makes me. Mother, oh my gosh, like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, but I mean, but it's also about too, and this, this is, you know, where I was going with this is it's about asking your protection guys and angels to help you. Mm. Um, and not just by protecting you, but by setting positive attentions. You have to sit down, clear your mind, be in the right space. Yeah. Um, if you're lethargic, if you're tired, if you're angry if you're frustrated if you know all of these different things if you haven't eaten properly even you really have to make sure that you're doing the right thing before you open up these things yeah. um and that's not just for the stuff like that i'd I'd never done ouija board never will yeah i had that drummed into me by my mum it has feedback because not many parents talk about it even that's amazing that you got that um lecture Oh, I think she watched a really scary movie one time and she just said, if you ever do that, and and even now as an adult, I will not do that. Yeah. Um, I'm too scared of my mum. That's that's <laughs> negative energy. <laughs> I want to release that energy. But no, I love my mum very much. But so what I'm getting to is setting the positive intentions and the protection, even if it's a deck of cards or a pendulum or buying a crystal and using it, you have to put in the love and the light and set those intentions with it. Yes, if you, you pick up if you pick up a crystal and it feels good for you there or you're in a bad mood or things like that and you choose that crystal, it the energies may not be right. They sort of what you are feeling at that time can sort of draw what you've got there. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Really important. It's also, you know, this is something that Beck and I, we compare notes a lot on. We love all the scary things on, um, you know, paranormal shows. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are really good. So we're always sort of watching paranormal things. And I know you and Matt too, you know, you're into a fair bit. I'm so missing that at the moment. I have been so busy. You haven't been so able to watch No, I haven't been able to watch anything. Oh, wowee. Well, I love that. And, you know, that's something that we often compare mm notes about but um you know even watching those we've talked about this you know this can open portals as well and I could see this psychically I've heard about it um as a phenomena but I remember watching something on the telly one night and it was um it was pretty scary and pretty dark but it was paranormal caught on camera which I don't know if you've come across you might have told me about that um but it's on the tv and um yeah it was it was pretty dark and when I turned the tv off I went into the front room where my healing room is and I had my eyes shut and I could see because I could just feel a funny energy in the house and I could actually see things coming out of the television. So I raced back out to the lounge and I closed that down, sent it back, sent them out, did the whole thing. But yeah, I was quite like, oh my God, that's a real, that's a real thing. I'd heard of it, but I just hadn't seen that before. So um, when I'm watching them, because I often watch them on my iPad, often I'll just set the intention while I'm watching them that nothing that is in that venue and come into my house because it is a portal, you know, that's another portal. So, and this kid, the same kid that's doing the seances, she's watching the paranormal things. She's watching all the ghost hunters and all of that stuff as well. So, and she's 12. So I was like, none of that was really around when I was a kid and we didn't have iPads. We didn't have our own devices. So whatever you watch was on the TV in the lounge room with your family. Oh, books. So, we read it in books, Michelle. Yeah. 
Oh, we yeah. I read those books. I had all those books. Yeah. Yeah. But I sat I, in the library as a 12 year old reading all the totally. scariest books I could find. Yeah. And all the pictures and all that. But certainly the videos and TV shows um, are definitely um, able to open those little sort of, you know, portals. So just be aware of that. I mean, I guess if I'm speaking to parents here, be aware of this, teach your kids like Beck's mum did, you know, talk to them about it, be really open because the kids are doing it whether you know it or not. And I don't think the mother of this child, because the child was with me on her own, I don't think the mother knew that she's doing this. Um, I'm pretty sure she didn't. So, um, you know, you just really need to do these things sensibly, but set an intention that whatever it is, um, isn't able to come into your house, don't give permission. Beck mentioned permission, don't give permission. That's right. And I do, um, I don't know what you do, Michelle, Actually, I don't think this is something we've sort of spoken about. But before I'll watch one of those paranormal shows, Matt gets it up, he gets it ready, he pauses, pauses it at the start before it starts playing, and he says, "All right, do your thing." So I sit there and I protect my energy, Matt's energy, anyone that's in the house, the house itself. I put protection around the house, around the property, um, all those sorts of things. Because and and I do that, you know, like I do it that often that. Matt knows he will sit he's down. Ready. We've got this routine. He sits down, he pauses it, he's ready. It's great. Finds the it. episode we're up to, presses play, pauses it straight away and says, just waiting for you to and sometimes I'll sit there and I'll be like, What are we waiting for? He's like, uh, Have you done anything? Have you done anything? I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, I better do that. He knows. That's yeah. actually really great. And if you are listening uh to this in the car or home or whatever, um, and you heard that and it was too brief. Um, if you want Beck to give you a bit more info, um, you can email us at livingenlightened33 at gmail.com. Contact us via Facebook at Living Enlightened. Send us a message or Podbean, wherever you're listening to this podcast from. Send us a message if you want a bit more of a breakdown. So we can actually talk you through, you know, the process a bit more. That is a really good um, sort of rundown. And I had a few more tips and this goes really well here because I was just going to give a bit of inspo. And if your recommendations, Beck, are uh, cut the cords, big one. Visualizing the cord, uh, chop, 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 and throw it away, uh, throw it out the window. The sun or the moon to be transmuted. Uh, remember the Lord's Prayer, really powerful. Whenever there's anything scary in your room, if you are, you know, a younger person or our age, whoever, I don't care. Um, if there's something sort of scary around, I'm a little bit worried about that thing, Lord's Prayer. If you're at a venue, you're doing a ghost tour and something's sort of, you know, coming up to you, Lord's Prayer. Um, you can say it in your head. Uh, I tend to sing it because um, sometimes I forget the words if I don't sing it. I highly recommend against alcohol and drug abuse. And this might sound quite funny to, you know, people listening, but people use drugs and alcohol. I don't judge. Who cares? But I've come across a lot of clients who um, struggle with alcohol or um, drug abuse and uh, had a lot of scary encounters while high or uh, maybe they were dreaming at the time. But um, using until you become unconscious, so whether that's, you know, a drug or an alcohol passing out kind of situation, um, opens you up to so much. And um, and darker energies are all hanging around, do-do-do, do-do-do, waiting. But they're a great opportunity um, to attach to you um, and that could turn into something worse than that as well. So I guess use your intuition. If someone asks you to perform some kind of, you know, magical thing black magic ritual whatever which may allow spirits to communicate with you or you know your old mates are all out hey let's you know drink until we pass out or whatever and it seems fun at the time a lot of people do this without realizing you know a lot of these people again are teenagers who are uneducated um and they're you know doing that silly thing and i've just had so many clients come in and go michelle this happened and i don't want to do about it now i'd rather protect and prevent that thing than having to deal with it afterwards you know what i mean so definitely Listen to your gut. This actually goes really well with our next episode, Beck. I just looked at the next episode. That's hilarious. What is it? What is it? Morals, morals, values, and beliefs. Oh, look out. 
sitting here saying, trust your gut if your friends are trying to rope you into doing this stupid thing, morals, values, and beliefs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Funny. So we're going to be talking about that next episode. Are you happy, Beth? Do you have anything else you wanted to add before we finish up? No, I, I do actually. I know I just said no, but I do. Because right. <laughs> cut myself off and speak over myself all the time. <laughs> That'd be like spirit going, no, you do. yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, money. Money has energy. So being respectful towards energy as well, mm. um, which is the way you paying your bills on time. It's not about the way you spend it or what, what have you, but just pretty much paying your bills on time and having respect for the monetary value of that and that energy. Um, it's amazing how much you can just clear up that if you know and if you can't pay your bills on time go ahead and and make like payment plans or things like that so that it's more manageable um but definitely money has a lot of energy too and it's the same the same because and think about it i know a lot of it's electronic machines and things like that eft or just tap and go and and what have you but cash goes through so many people's hands so many different energies so yeah good point had to throw that one in Yeah, really good point. So yeah, morals, values, beliefs. We will talk about that more on our next episode. And um, that's going to be an interesting one. I just had a look at a few things we could talk about with that. And, you know, I always say in terms of relationships at a very basic level, uh, morals, values, and beliefs. One of my friends actually said that to me and I thought that's a great theory. You know, he said, if that's not alignment, it's very hard to make a relationship work. And I think that that really does make a lot of sense. So we'll have a look at that uh, when we reconvene, Rebecca. Amazing. Amazing. Have a great week. You too. Lots of love to all our listeners. All righty. <laughs>